You are listening to the I Believe Podcast and this is the Masterclass. So, you've understood that God comes first no matter what you do. In all that you do, you've understood that in order to pursue your purpose relentlessly that you need to peel off a false sense of self you have come to a place of knowing your worth as a person and what you have to bring to the table so now is the time to break out of the mold get started doing something not everything something Getting started with doing something about your passions and your purpose doesn't mean doing it all in one day. It means picking one thing that you will work on that will ultimately lead you to the big picture. That might mean taking a class about something that you know will contribute to your purpose. Is it a new language that you need to learn? Or maybe you need to go to a music class because you understand that that is your gifting and that is your calling. What is it that you need to get started doing that will ultimately lead you there? It's not a request to do it all. It's a request to do something, even one thing that pushes you or turns you into the trajectory of fulfilling your purpose and becoming everything that you've been called to be. And in the path of breaking out of the mode, getting to a point where you want to come out from a place where you've been to go to where you want to be, I want you to know that you need to brace yourself for uncomfortable situations. The example I can go to in my head is like the first day at the gym after you haven't worked out for a very long time. When you go there, it's going to feel uncomfortable. You won't look like you fit in, but that's okay because you're not supposed to look like you fit in. You're not supposed to look like you've been working out for the last five years. It is something that you've started doing towards your main goal. It is something that you've started doing so that you could reach your goal. So the question really is, what are you going to do today that will help you to turn your attention in the direction of your dreams? You can't do everything, but you can do something. And in the doing of this something, you need to understand that there will be uncomfortable situations. It's like the analogy of a, of a butterfly in a cocoon that is often used. Those wars at some point, as long as the butterfly is growing from a caterpillar, there's those wars, the bigger it grows, the more uncomfortable it gets, the more stuffy it gets because it's trying to break out of that cocoon. There's a reason that those cocoon wars hurt. Sometimes we get to a place where we just have to become 
overcome. We just have to get out. It is painful to remain in a mediocre situation when you understand your value and the reason why you're in this world or what you've got to bring to the table, that the way you lived your life before becomes a painful experience. But that's okay because those cocoon walls are supposed to hurt because you are supposed to blossom into a butterfly. But to develop the muscle to get out and spread your wings, you need to go through an uncomfortable process. Sometimes that looks like, you know, finally walking around with that business idea or submitting a paper and it will be uncomfortable because that's not how you were perceived before. It's not, it's not your norm. You're not used to walking into offices you didn't walk into before. You're not used to talking to people that you didn't talk to before, but because you're in pursuit of your purpose and you are now convicted from the inside that you need to break out of this situation to become everything that your purpose is demanding of you, you are willing to put up with the uncomfortability so that you can become. The uncomfortable parts will be there throughout this phase of becoming. There will be days that don't feel great. There will be days that feel like you're in between this and that. It's it's like being in the middle of a journey. You're not where you were when you started, but you're not also where you're trying to get that middle ground. Navigating that middle part is difficult because in reality, if you look at a life where someone has been working on something for a long time, it's very, very difficult to know where it's all going. People will ask you, but if this thing was so great, why isn't it making money yet? You know, but you ought to tell them, you know, I've got, I know that this is leading somewhere, you know, you're working on it. It's an uncomfortable place to pursue your dreams because the days will not always end well. It's not always going to be a sunny day. But when you understand that it's okay to go through uncomfortable patches, you are prepared for them. You know, it's going to be uncomfortable, but you're willing to put up with the temporary uncomfortability rather than lose out completely on becoming everything that you're supposed to become. Breaking out of the mode to become everything you're supposed to become also means realizing the need to build a team of winners around you, to build your winning team. Many of us know what it's like to be a part of a team. Someone else recruits you based on your specific qualifications to be part of a team to serve a purpose. That's why you put a team together. Now, I want you to think of your life as the space where you are recruiting. You're recruiting for your friendships. You're recruiting. You're building a team of people around you with specific characteristics that will help you to get to where you're supposed to be, 
to become the person you're supposed to be. This team has got to be a team of people that understand you, that are for you. There is a time in life when you can afford to have crowds around you and even naysayers, but this is not the team I'm talking about. I'm talking about people that are for you, that you know that they're for you. They will be with you no matter what happens. I will give an example of Jesus in the book of Mark. We see a situation where he's going to Jairus's house because his daughter was dead. And he told Jairus, just believe Jesus was walking to a very critical moment. When he got to that house, he found naysayers and he did something. He didn't even take some of the disciples from the 12. He took three people. He took three people and put out the entire house. Even the other disciples, what was he doing? He was picking a team for the critical moment. In that moment, he didn't need somebody on his shoulders telling him, Oh, Jesus, you think we don't know what a dead girl looks like? You think we don't know? He needed people that were for him. People that were going to say, you know what, Jesus, I've never seen a girl rise from the dead. But if you say it's going to happen, I believe in you. I believe in you. And he took just the people that believed in him. If Jesus, the son of the living God, had sense enough to put Nase as far away in critical moments where he was trying to do the impossible. He was trying to defy the laws of nature. He didn't need naysayers in those secret places to come and tell him what could be or couldn't be done. It's the same thing for our lives. When we are breaking out of the mold, it's a, it's a difficult and critical time. We're in unfamiliar environments. Sometimes we don't even know if this thing will work. So we need a team. You need a team. I need a team of people around that are for you, that will encourage you to go in the direction of your dreams. That when it comes to crucial moments, you can lean on them. When the days are good, you can lean on them. When the days are bad, you can lean on them. There'll be a time to build an external team, but this team that you break out with a team that understand your humanity, your failures, and that won't cast you away just because you, you felt that one time, that second time, or that third time. These are people that will stick and we all have a responsibility to find those people and to recruit them and to take it more seriously than we would take being recruited for a profession because these are people that you're doing life with. I wonder though, if a company that is here today and maybe gone tomorrow takes very seriously who they bring into their organization and take them through a very difficult process to determine, are you the right person for us? Why are we so open with just anybody being so much a part of our lives that they know what we eat and drink, that they know how we woke up today? Shouldn't we be taking our closest companions and relationships more seriously in building towards our future in becoming everything we're supposed to be in breaking out more seriously than a professional organization does? 
I think it's high time you and I started having some interviews before we allow people in our inner circle. It's time to reevaluate the performance of our past friendships and to determine how that has been contributing to you being everything you're supposed to be doing. Because if that doesn't serve purpose, again, there is way more to gain from building a better team and replacing who you need to replace than sitting in a place of regret because you put up with things that are not serving your purpose. So in breaking out and becoming, find people that are for you, that support you, that will be there in uncomfortable days, days when you fell, when you cry, when you get up, but they will cheer you on towards those things that God has called you to be. Finally, part of the process of becoming is having the courage to take your seat, to say yes to the calling, to accept your gifting and your purpose. Because if you do not accept your gifting and your purpose, it will be very difficult for you to become who you're supposed to become. Understanding your gifting understanding your purpose, and then saying yes to it, accepting everything that comes with it, whether it's things that you're supposed to learn and relearn in the process of becoming, it all starts with saying yes to the call. You need to take your seat at the table of your calling, whether you're invited or not. We all wait for a time when someone out there will recognize us for the great things that we're doing or for how talented we are. But I would like to submit to you that that doesn't always happen. So we need to be intentional about creating those opportunities for ourselves in becoming. You will not always be invited to that business meeting. So call your own meeting. They're not always going to invite you to do the things that you're passionate about, but you need to find a way for you to be present at the table of your calling and take your seat. Sometimes this means coming out publicly about that business idea. It means coming out publicly about seeking a job in a certain industry that you know it's for you. Sometimes it's about coming out publicly as, as, a, as a singer or as a musician and saying, you know, this is who I am. This is who I am. I'm accepting my calling. I'm taking my seat. I would not apologize for who I am anymore. When you're walking through those uncomfortable days when you're fighting to become who you're supposed to be, you will always come across industry dominators. No matter where you are, in which industry you are working, which industry you're trying to make an impact, there will always be people that started before you. There will always be people. It doesn't matter if you've just been called to the ministry as a preacher or a teacher or an evangelist, or if it's a new company that you're starting your work at, or if it's a new industry where you've launched your business, there will always be industry dominators. But you need to make up your mind that you are there to get what is yours. You're not there to mind anybody else's business, but yours. Do not let the dominators intimidate you. 
because there is always the starting day for everybody. When you roll back the years to how big businesses became the giants that they are today, they started, they started and they went through the uncomfortable process of becoming everything. They fought through some battles. They, they slimmed down their team. They grew it back in order to survive the market. They invested in their dream and in what they believed in. They were not phased. So in the same manner, we're always going to come across people that we are doing it. Maybe even better than we are. I would give the analogy of a photographer. So you know you have a gift, you have a passion. You know, if you're going to go about fulfilling your calling by starting to compare, that would not be a very successful journey. Your attitude should be that of understanding that you have a unique contribution to bring to the table. You have something unique to bring to the table and that is what you're fighting for. You're not fighting for something that is not yours. You're fighting for your dream and for your purpose. Therefore, do not be intimidated. You've got something to bring to the table. You're taking your seat and you won't allow anything to derail you. So brace yourself for the uncomfortability of breaking out of the mold to become who you're supposed to be. time to listen to this podcast if you've not subscribed to the i believe podcast go to our podcast subscribe rate and leave a review